0: Welcome to It's a Good Day Podcast. We are sisters who love to chat and believe that through Jesus, even
1: the tough seasons are good. We want to share the stories of ordinary people and have some laughs along the way. I'm Delight. I'm the older one. I'm August, and I'm the younger one.
0: You never know what will happen on our show, but we hope you will join us as we find the good in every
1: day. All right. Welcome back, everyone. I mean, I guess every week it's welcome back, but we have Leanne Turk again with us this week. Thanks for being here again, Leanne. Absolutely. So fun. Um, We are going to continue her story about how her family was made. (laughs) I don't know how those (laughs) words sounded funny, Um, but we left off last week. She was sharing with us the story um, about her youngest daughter, Eliza, and how... She, a friend, was a surrogate for them and carried the baby. So if you didn't hear last week, you should definitely go back and listen to the story because it's all very interesting and fun. And we left off just after she was born. And of course, August is here as well today. I'm here. I was <laughs> just eating a piece of cheese because I was hungry. <laughs> she still hasn't had that baby. Actually, <laughs> well, by the time this comes out, you will have probably I, had the baby. I, It'll I, be a few I, weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I'll probably have had the baby by now. By Hopefully. Then. And then we'll know if it's a boy or girl. That'll be exactly. fun. So yes. So just to recap a little bit, the baby was born and Leanne was sharing about how it was a little bit of a tension of emotions because she wanted to in herself, right? Yep. Sorry. Be over there with the baby Eliza and her husband, Kurt, but also wanting to care for Kate who had been the one who had just carried and delivered the baby. Yep. So you can pick it yeah. up there. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so I just didn't know what I was supposed to do, what was the right thing. I certainly didn't want to And you hadn't her. held her yet, right? No, I had not. Okay. So Kurt was over with the nurse in the, you know, the little bed they have, whatever they call mm-hmm. it, with the light, you know?
0: A little warmer thing. Yes.
2: Yeah. And um, I just looked at her, and I, I think she knew what I was feeling. And she just said, just go, go over there. I. She looked at her, and she said, she just looks like your kids, like she's yours. And I knew she meant it. It was, a, you know, it was very genuine and okay, that was what I was supposed to do. So I went over there and, um, and we had a friend of ours that was taking pictures too at that time. So mm-hmm. that was awesome. You know, Fun. she caught some really great moments that way. And, um, yeah, so we said our hellos to our new baby and then, you know, brought her over to Kate and was able to just have that time with her. And it was really neat after the fact. um, My parents were, I can't exactly remember the whole thing, but they were out of cell range. So they, I couldn't tell anybody until I at least told my parents, mm-hmm. the people, you know, the most important people. And uh, another friend of mine was on her honeymoon and she wasn't going to be able to get you know, this message until she got back on from the cruise because she was Mm. on a cruise, you know. So there was this actually this time and there was one other person, too, and I can't remember how it worked out. But we had this time where we were alone in the room, the four of us, the baby and the three of us, and no one else in the world knew Mm. that Eliza was here. Just us.
1: Right. And because like your other friends are with your kids, but they didn't know she was born. Right. right? We
2: didn't really want to tell them anything until we could tell, you know, the first people. And that was like really special. Mm. It was like, we just kind of hung out in that atmosphere of like this actually happened and Eliza's healthy and Kate's healthy and like, we're just in awe just sitting there, you know? So that moment was really, it was actually kind of nice that we couldn't reach them right away. We just kind of sat in it. Yeah. That's it was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Special. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Yeah, there's a lot of like, I'm a mom again, but I didn't have any of the physical things that normally happen after two, you know, right? So Mm -hmm. it's a strange feeling. Um, But everything, everything went great. Smooth sailing after that. Kate came home and her husband flew up to be here. Oh, nice. Yeah, to be a good support for her. And she was here about Uh, probably seven to 10 days. I can't remember exactly how long. Did she go back to your house? Yeah. Okay. Came back there and just was able to spend time with us and Eliza. And, you know, she was welcome there as long as she wanted to be there. Yeah. So nice. After that period of time, she felt good to go back and the saying goodbye was hard, you know, Mm -hmm. saying goodbye to her, her saying goodbye to Eliza. Just, that was hard, but, um, so I went up into my room after she left because I just needed some time, you know, and she had this little box on my bed and, um, she had a little bear that said nine months in my belly forever in my heart. And, uh, she had kept a journal for Eliza the whole time and I didn't know it. Mm. And each time in the journal where she would receive a letter from me, she would stick that in that area, in that space for that date. So there's this whole journal of her writing to Eliza and me writing to Eliza. Oh, cool. oh, my goodness. I mean, that was so precious. And so I just sat there and read, 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 you know. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, how special that this is a girl that's going to get this journal. Right. Because a boy is never going to appreciate it. <laughs> a boy this. wouldn't care, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> like his wife one day will be like, this is cool. But he'll be like, yeah. Right, great, right. For sure. <laughs> so um, that is just so... Awesome to have. Like yeah, one really day, cool. yeah, one day I will give that to Eliza.
0: Does she know about
2: it? Yeah. She doesn't know about the journal. Okay. She knows about her story. We yeah, yeah. right as a little kid when she didn't even understand, we yeah. always told her. Um, you know, and still of course she doesn't completely understand it, but she knows her middle name is Catherine and who that is and you know, so yeah. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It's special. Wow.
0: Okay, and how did you feed her? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so we did formula, and then it was pretty open. If anyone has breast milk, I'll take it. So, and I ended up having, I think, three or four. I can't remember different people. At
1: That's first, I'm blessing. like,
2: oh, can we do that? Is that like allowed? <laughs> yeah, you know. And as I read, you know, I read more. I'm like, yeah, this people yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. It happens all the time. Yeah. So it was pretty That's great. Awesome. Yeah. That's and awesome. she was a great baby. Thankfully, I had I really good babies. Nice.
1: <laughs> she wasn't the greatest toddler, but she was a great baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Toddlers are their own their They own are their thing, own thing. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but after hard pregnancies, it's a blessing to have um, <laughs> sure, easier babies, maybe. Um, it will be interesting as she gets older, you know, like just what thoughts or feelings yeah. she has on it or, yeah. you know, connection with Kate, maybe, or yeah. just kind we, of cool. We try to visit um, her every
2: year, just it's hard with yeah. the whole... You know being so far away but sure yeah
1: yeah that's cool just a special person in her life obviously yeah, yeah. um yeah. and then okay and then technically you have to adopt her yes right,
2: right. so in new york state it is kind of hard to have a surrogate if you're you really need to know your surrogate i guess is what i'm getting at mm-hmm. um you're not allowed it, Some of this may have changed. I only know what it was back when this was 2013. New York is kind of obnoxious about everything. (laughs) So you can't... It's not like you can pay someone to be a surrogate in New York. Okay. You're not allowed to do that, or you weren't. Um, So... And they are considered the birth... They are the birth mother. They are the mother. Yeah. Um, So if you have a surrogate that you don't know that well, you know, they technically could keep the child. Right. Right. Even Even though they're biologically... Not right, theirs. It's who, it's yes. the one who gives birth is yep. the technical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we had to get a lawyer and, and do all so that. So she had
1: to sign a surrender probably. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah.
2: and I don't know exactly, I should know the date. That's so interesting. <laughs> I don't know the date. I know it was in the winter time. I think it was about six months or so. Yeah. And we all went to the courthouse and had our, <laughs> adopted had <her. laughs> our day and adopted her. And oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah, so I always say when you have that like first day at college and they go around and you have to give some kind of an, ad- of something about yeah, yeah. yourself, you can say I was adopted by my biological parents. There you go. Figure that one out. Perfect. <laughs> I love I it. I love it. <laughs> Yeah. So it's
1: yeah. definitely one of those like, you know, funny things that people have. Right. Funny stories. Right. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for sharing all that. And I just love God's faithfulness and how he, has a plan you know and how he works things out and just like you said as far as like we're only doing this once yeah and we're just gonna trust the lord and even like when you shared about when you lost addison like how you just said like okay we trust you anyway Mm -hmm. and i think that that's hard but it is what this life is about it's what we're signing up for and he he is trustworthy he, he does he does come through he does mm-hmm. reveal himself and in good good things and in hard things and there's definitely hard hard things in our life but I
2: love the the redemption of mm-hmm. all of that it's cool mm-hmm. so and I knew when she was born that our family was complete yeah so I had the feeling that I hoped that I would have I had yeah yeah That's And amazing did like was it
0: easy to bond with her because she was yeah, yours? That's a good like, uh, that is
2: a great question, August. Yeah, um, I did. I feel like I actually po- probably bonded with her easier because you my weren't other recovering, two. maybe. Uh, yeah, I don't know exactly why, or maybe because of the pregnancy
0: being so hard, like maybe, yeah, the other pregnancies being so hard, like maybe it was harder. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah.
2: think that's very much true of, of why. Yeah. I, interesting. Yeah. I wondered how that would be too. And how, how would she be, uh, how would Kate be able to, you know, yeah. recover from all of this? Right. And, emotionally too. Yeah. like And it's she gotta be. some, uh, you know, a lot of the, my friends were her friends too. So a lot of people are checking in on her. She had her support system down there and she said, you know, of course there's things that you work through, but she felt, like it was a breeze really, you know, if you really want to say how it was, it was just, so it cool. went well, and there's right. one part that I, I missed that I would like to say right when she got pregnant, when, when we knew it worked, um, I was driving one day and I was just kind of feeling concerned about what did we get ourselves into? Was this okay that we did all this? And I very clearly heard the Lord say to me that this whole situation this whole pregnancy is going to be as easy as your other pregnancies were hard. Wow. And, and I thought, well, then this is going to be really easy <laughs> because they were really hard. And it was. Wow. You know, like everything just fell into place. And that doesn't just happen right. in life. Right. It right. was just like very, he, he was true to his word. Yeah.
0: Especially when you're dealing with like humans that have like real emotions like yes mm-hmm. obviously you trusted her and all of that but still like it can things
1: can get like yes. crazy yeah. like things happen and yeah. relationships super are hard sometimes sure. and that's so cool mm-hmm. yeah i love yeah, it
2: that's neat yeah
1: i just think it's like interesting just the way that god made us like there's just so many interesting people and interesting Mm -hmm. things and like everybody has cool stories. That's one thing I love about like, even just having this podcast and interviewing people that are just like normal people. Yeah, Because I feel like I love to listen, like I listen to a lot of podcasts, I love to listen and people have stories and God makes people be well known for a reason, to get the story out, to to make his name known. I, I'm i all about people being famous. That's fine. <laughs> but there's something about people that like they aren't like they're sharing their story, not just because they're famous mm-hmm. or because they wrote a book or they did these things. But like we all have stories and we all have places where God is working. If we'll let him and if we will share our stories like it impacts people. And I just love that. I think it's so it's so cool. I agree. And it's just like, I love all the interesting things about people and about Mm -hmm. like humans, like you said.
2: (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay. So I would love for you to tell us now, Leanne, a little bit about your health journey.
2: Okay. So I've always battled with my weight for my whole life. I mean, I'm just not, I'm not going to be super tiny. You know, I love, Food and all that good stuff, right? <laughs> so, and then when you're in the middle of having kids and all the yo-yo of that, I just had to realize that for me, I needed to get past the having kids part before I could really focus on it because it mm-hmm. would just become frustrating to me. Um, so that's what I did. So once Breton was born and I knew that I was done, I had to start figuring out what did that look like for me um and boy i have had the highs and the lows of it like everyone else and really just just recently have i felt like i'm finally getting it a little bit more than i had before mm-hmm. um i'm realizing that there's the enemy always has takes something that is good and tries to make it bad right so mm-hmm. food in, in and of itself is good and we can enjoy it and god created it and all that mm-hmm. so he tries to take it to another place that isn't what it should be so it holds this place in our lives sometimes or in mine that it shouldn't right and there are so many references in the bible about food right taste and see that i am good you know like tons of them and it's like where our true craving should be that longing is in the lord Mm -hmm. but a lot of times we have the longing and we like focus it towards something else right and that can be all different levels you know it can be very small it can be something that is overtaking your life and so the way that i view food is like changing and it's like I do good sometimes and I don't do good other times, Mm -hmm. but the focus for me has to be in my daily life. Is it taking up more thought space than the Lord Mm -hmm. and my time on the Lord? And like, it's not what I, it's not looking at something and saying, I can't have that, but look at all that I can have. You know, he there's so many wonderful things that he created us to have and yet we focus on the one thing that we think we can't have. Well we can have some of that. That's fine. But um we take it to that level where we just we don't have the uh, ability to just have a little bit it and walk away kind of thing. Right. So for me for a while the 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 scale itself I realized wasn't good for me. I needed it as a tool to lose because Obviously at some point when we realize we have to lose, we know we have to lose, but then there's a point where the scale is, you know, we don't need to use it every day. I don't, this is my personal journey. When I say we, I shouldn't say we, I say me. Um, I need to, um, use it as the tool that it is, but remember that that's just like a part of me, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not who I am. Right. So, um. I want to be healthy because I want to like live a long time. I want to, you know, enjoy time with my, my, all my whys, why I want to be healthy. Yeah. Um, And also know that there's so much good out there that I can have that I don't need to focus on what I can't, you know, that kind of thing, like just really keeping it where it needs to be in my life and focusing on the Lord. And that's been like huge for me, really huge. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. So I just say for people that are struggling out there with their weight, just remember your weight isn't who you are anyways. Right. It really isn't. Focus on what it is that you feel you need to do in your own life to make sure you're focused, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's not about the number or any of that really. It's just about making sure that nothing in your life is taking that place that that God is supposed to take yeah and that's a journey I mean that's I'm on I'm just I'm on the journey I haven't arrived we're
1: all kind of continuing that way right oh my gosh I I gained
2: 30 pounds during COVID Mm. I got wow how I wanted to be for my sister's wedding you know (laughs) gotta feel good in your dress and then I just like oh I'm a happy eater so like (laughs) if I'm happy forget about it. So everybody was home. We were all together. You know, COVID just made us more of a family and I was just enjoying eating. And I'm not saying that I did anything wrong necessarily, but I got to a point where I wasn't comfortable Mm -hmm. in my skin. I was like, okay, I need to get back to balance again. So yeah, I have not arrived in any way, shape or form, (laughs) but God is teaching me to remember Where my place, where food has, what, what,
0: what place food has in your life.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Where food needs to be in Mm -hmm. my life. Yeah. And where he is. And that should be first. Yeah. I'm always asking like the practical, you know, like, cause I feel
1: like people are always like, okay, well what's the Mm -hmm. practical? Like, can you share some of the ways that you did that as far as God, like putting God in that place? Like what does your like time with the Lord look like, or what does that look like for you? Or when you, when you would look and say, okay, food is taking up too much time. Like, how did you, how did you flip that? How did you write that and put God back in the place that he needs to be?
2: What I'm doing right now really is just actually turning on worship music when I'm feeling the struggle Mm. and the struggle for me is more, um, I'm not actually hungry. I just want to eat that because I want to eat it. Sure. Gotcha. Because, um, you know, obviously we have to eat and we we should and we should be eating lots of great things. But I know for me that when I'm just wanting to eat because I'm bored. You know because, the difference. Yeah, I yeah. know the difference. And I'm like learning to know the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stopping and asking myself, hey, are you really hungry right now? Or that's just filling something, whatever that is. So I turn on worship music and it's like amazing to me how after a little bit of time in his presence, I feel that going away or lessening because I'm feeling the craving that I have. I'm filling it with the Lord rather than whatever that thing is. Yeah. So that's been a really good tool for me and I have, like just getting in the scriptures or just reading, not anything crazy. Just go somewhere to Psalms or something, you know, and just like read just a little bit to get your spirit engaged and shut your flesh up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That.
2: So it's like, I'm just trying to not let my flesh be the thing that rules me and let the spirit rule me. So, yeah. I don't know if that's, yeah, that's how that's I do great. it. I think that's I great. Know. Yeah. That's awesome. Knowing the difference between... Hunger and everything else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I worked on that a lot last summer, just being like, just listening to my body and whether I was actually hungry or not. And it was very
2: helpful. God really does give us clues, cues. Our body does tell us things, but we have like shut them off sometimes Mm -hmm. or just got totally unable to like hear them even. Right. So, and I'm, like I said, I'm just, we had a pan of brownies the other day that Eliza loves to make them, but not eat them. It's kind of like, why are we doing this so they can sit there? (laughs) And I just went over and I had like two full big old brownies before I even thought, Mm. you know, like Mm -hmm. it's just like taking the time to think about it. They tasted great. I'm not against brownies. You know what I, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, totally. But my body really didn't need that. And food is supposed to be for our body, the fuel for it. Like thinking about our body as um, temple of the Holy Spirit that we're supposed to be fueling. It just makes my mind think differently. Right. You know, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just trying to like make sure the enemy doesn't use food against me. Mm, That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's always annoying to me that it has to be something that's like you actually have to have food. Yeah. You know, like. Right. I'm like, you don't have to have drugs or you don't have to. It's always right. like annoying Very to me yes. that I'm like, like a lot smoke. of times, I don't know. I said to my mm-hmm. mom, my mom is always like, it's just dumb. Cause she always sort of feels bad for my like weight struggle. And I'm like, mom, like, it's not your fault. It's not your problem. And she's like, if there was one thing I didn't want you to have to deal with, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, okay, but like, I'm glad I don't deal with like drugs or something like that's really hard, you know, but But it is always right. But it is kind of annoying that like Mm -hmm. we, we have to eat something. So it is, (laughs) if that's your struggle, it is probably like, it's something you have to deal with. You can't just cold Turkey quit food.
2: (laughs) And for me, I know too. Like if I am feeling, I guess I'm just trying to learn my body better. And like when I'm feeling sluggish or I'm feeling, tired you know it's a natural tendency to want to just eat more you know so i do try to stay active mental health wise that helps me a ton Mm -hmm. when i am um when i just have a regular workout routine of some sort whether it's walking or whatever i just can tell that i'm thinking clearly and it's Mm -hmm. like god did create all of this to work like this like he had a plan (laughs) he did and i think like back years ago we were just more active people you know so now we have to stop and like do the active thing <laughs> yeah right well <laughs> it we didn't just... have like
0: cars and right. or like some people did but they walked places more yeah. yeah right
2: so it looks a little different for us but it is how we're supposed to work I guess yeah yeah but don't be hard on yourself I guess that's my biggest mm-hmm. thing just I was really hard on myself for mm-hmm. a long time just nobody else was hard on me really I mean, I didn't even, I know some people do have that outside, um, negativity coming at Mm. them, but I didn't even have that. It was all this inner that we need to know who our identity is regardless. Cause there's things that'll happen. You know, you might get an injury or whatever, and you're laid up and you're gaining weight from that or whatever. Yeah, You're still who you are. You are still loved by Christ. You are still An amazing creation, you know. Mm -hmm. Like these are all the things that I'm trying to work inside myself, the Mm -hmm. identity of who I am. Yep. um, But also realizing that my choices do affect how I feel, and yeah, taking responsibility for that as well. Like having that middle ground. There's
1: kind of right. It's both those things. Like we have to have yeah, yeah, freedom in who we are, but also like right, realizing that there's a reason for it. Not it's not that external. It's that how we feel on the inside yeah. kind of right. thing that it yeah. makes makes a difference. I was telling a couple of friends the other day about I've thought this for quite a while, but it must be I hadn't ever told this person or whatever, but mm-hmm. just how I um, at some point realized like for a long time I would hate like any pictures of me or to yeah. have any yeah. pictures of me taken or I'd be like just annoyed by someone taking pictures or whatever and at some point i i kind of switched and i realized like the only one that doesn't know what i look like is me mm-hmm. everyone else can totally see me right like i don't i'm sitting here i'm not seeing my size so i kind of trick myself into thinking that i look different than i do cuz i curate what picture gets taken of myself or whatever but the point of that is Everyone else sees and knows and still hangs out with me. Exactly. Nobody doesn't hang out with me because of my size, apparently, because I still have a lot of friends and I have people that love me and my husband loves, you know, all those things. So it's not like, oh, okay, well, don't worry about it then just be whatever size you want to. No, there's a lot of benefits mm-hmm. for being healthy, but it's not so much about what we look like. I can totally relate and to that yeah. for sure. So I'm always, you know, Right, you see the, the picture
2: and I'm like Oh like, really? that's what I look like. <laughs> but everyone Nobody else already knows. knows. What talking about everyone <laughs> else already knows. So I know I have felt that same thing.
1: Oh man. Well, I feel like we have a million more things we could ask you. We probably say that every time, but um we don't have all day. So yes,
2: right. <laughs> things to do. <laughs>
1: um, but thank you for being here and sharing sharing your stories and your heart and it's um you're a beautiful person inside and out and I appreciate I I'm not like personally tight friends with you but I appreciate you in our community and who you are and the things you do and you've you've affected my life you've blessed me you've given me things you've just this week, you blessed other people in my life. And I, yeah, I see that. I appreciate that. I think the Lord sees that. And it's just amazing. I love it. And Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing.
2: Thank you. I think if we keep talking, we can help each other and <laughs> encourage each other. So I love what you guys do.
1: Sounds good. Well, before we go, you better share with us what's good about today.
2: What's good about today? <laughs> Today I have an avocado that is ripe and ready for me.
1: Perfect.
2: <laughs> um, That's not always the case. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Um What do you... Okay. Avocado is a little funny for me because I think because it's like a cool food, I just automatically thought I would like it yeah. for a long time. And so I would like I put it on my salad or my sandwich yeah. or my this or that. Like I like to make guacamole and I do like avocado with like vinegar and salt like with cheese on a cracker but I really don't like it like I'm not into avocado toast I finally come around to like I don't have to be cool I can admit I don't really love avocado so how do you like to eat avocado oh
2: avocado avocado is like when someone doesn't like it I almost get offended you're like no way (laughs) (laughs) because Kurt doesn't really like it oh that's like how can you not like this no I eat it so Quick side note, I eat like the three same things every day. And I have avocado with those three things every day. Okay. So, and it's on their own, basically. There really isn't anything special about them. My taco salad at night has an avocado on it, part of an avocado. And I eat it with my hard boiled egg in the morning and my turkey bacon. And then in the middle of the day, I have this little chili thing that I make and I put it on top of that. It's just like, it's my happy. I love it. Sorry, I'm very far away. I'm trying to get ready to go. (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) So you have avocado with each meal. I do. Oh, my goodness. Okay, Probably so you really might, might like- have to go
1: to Walmart every day. No,
0: I'm just <laughs> oh,
1: kidding. Um, oh, my word. Okay, and does your family eat this? Do you eat different than your family? Do you sit down to eat together? All right, now I have more questions. <laughs> I know, right?
2: <laughs> I, de- I do eat different than my family. I okay. make them different food. Yep, okay. They would think they were dying if they ate what I ate, I sure. think, But that's okay. Yeah. Like, And what I eat, being that it is the same thing, I can food prep pretty quickly yeah. for a week. So I don't feel like I'm like, all I'm doing is feeding them and feeding me. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. And yeah. is
1: their food not a temptation to you?
2: Are you just like, yep, I figured out what's yummy to me and I
1: just do it and I know it's what keeps me healthy or. Right.
2: For the most part, actually, it isn't that tempting. I'm not a super amazing cook by any means. So certain things like if I make lasagna. Yeah. That will be tempting to me. Um. Yeah. And will you just have some once in a while or not really? Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I will. But for me, it's like if I'm gonna have something, I'm gonna get takeout at jobs. You're gonna like actually splurge. Yeah, what like you really I don't want. even wanna make it. Yeah, I that's just great. want someone else to make it for me and totally just enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah.
1: That's so cool. I love to, even with when it comes to health things, I feel I always say like anything works if you like stick to it.
2: Yeah. You right, know? Right. Like
1: there's lots of different ways. And so I think some people would hate that yes. and need variety and whatever. Absolutely. But I've had seasons where I've done similar things or i can eat the same similar like healthy things yeah a lot because
2: i like them and they're yummy and so that's very interesting some people say well i would hate to live like that and i'm like well i'm not doing it because i think i have to i actually just you're like i love these meals and they're easy prep for me and i honestly every time i sit down my taco salad i usually eat late i don't eat my breakfast until about noon I eat my lunch around 5 and then I don't eat my my supper until everybody's in bed and I'm sitting down and I can just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like 9 or 10 I actually eat my supper. So like does your f- family eat? They eat normal together.
1: Times? Yes. Okay. And do you sit with them um, or not necessarily? Well,
2: if we sit around the table, I will sit with them. I don't think them. you even have to. I'm just curious. That's... Yeah. If we sit around the table, I will sit with them. A lot of times the nights, as everyone can probably that has a family right with kids so busy. So they sit at the the bar yep. in the kitchen and I'm just doing stuff in the kitchen. Yep. So like we're together, but yeah. Me and down your husband hard. travels a lot. So there's probably yes, lots of times. It's yes. not like the whole family you sit right. down as a, yes. as a thing.
1: Yep. Yeah. I love that too, because I think we also have in our mind, these certain things that if we're doing it right, we're doing that this way. And I don't think that that's always true. Is mealtime a valuable thing? And if that's your thing that, keeps you together as a family great keep doing it but i think there's other ways to get those same dynamics and i love the examples of that that's great i'm
2: sitting in the dining room table and i'm just kind of like ready to get up and they're doing all their stuff and dropping stuff on the floor and it's like not super i'm not feeling the love (laughs) right but we'll go for a family walk and we're all just talking and throwing a ball back and forth and that's our family dinner i love it so that's great yeah but all right
1: August That is awesome. Have a great day. Leanne
0: walks. We do that a lot these days.
1: That's so fun. My husband is not a walker and not a together walker. So, Oh, well, that's okay. Okay. That's okay. Nope. That's (laughs) fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, thanks Leanne again for being here and come again. I think we, I think we need more of you around here. Yeah. (laughs) I I would talk more. (laughs) I love it.
0: Um, don't, did we ask her was good about today? Yep. She do it. Okay. Yep. You missed it. Oh my gosh. You missed it.
1: (laughs) Cut that out. You were okay. All right, I'll put it on a blooper. <laughs> All right, have a good day. Have a good day. <laughs>